0: Hello, and na, welcome na, to Stir Crazy Podcast number 22 na, 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 that we're at now. Na, 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 um, we don't have the theme song today, so my mom is filling in for Andrew's theme song. Um, Sorry, Andrew. <laughs> I think I think you did it justice. I mean, without headphones, what do you
1: expect?
0: Yep, we got a new little setup, so headphones had to be nixed today. Jonah um, got a,
1: a pretty new toy with lots of rainbow colors and, and shiny little buttons and... I'm not going to touch it.
0: Well, I think uh, I think the audio quality will improve, so that's the that's the hope for it. We'll see. We'll see. Um, yeah. What's going on in your life?
1: Well, you know, um, we got our garbage disposal fixed today. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm usually a whiz at garbage disposals. I mean, I can I can replace them with the electrical and all of the things. I can use the Allen wrench. I can use a wooden spoon, but this one was not cooperating today.
0: No, no it was not.
1: And then he comes and fixes it, and what's found in there? I, My money was on a plastic fork.
0: I like using plastic utensils, what can I say?
1: Very bizarre.
0: It's just, I like it because I don't like tasting metal when I eat. Do you
1: taste metal when you eat off a fork? No, but it's like
0: it just absorbs. Like if it's soup, then the spoon's going to be hot. You know, like it just absorbs the heat or the cold of whatever I'm eating. A plastic spoon doesn't
1: have the correct dip for a soup, though, I don't think.
0: Yeah, you might be right, but I get some that are pretty, that have a nice little Mm. concavity.
1: So what was in the garbage disposal?
0: It was eggs and a little bit of oats hmm. and eggshells. That's right. I mean, Garbage I should have turned it on last night more, I guess. That's maybe I do,
1: if, if you're putting a lot of oats or a lot of eggshells in there, do them at a time. You do eat quite, when you eat something, you eat a lot of it at once,
0: you know. Yeah, but I mean, there wasn't like, I don't recall putting more than like a little bit last night. I didn't eat a lot of it last night, I don't think apparently you did. Enough <laughs> so. to clog it. Maybe it just went down all at the same time and just an unlucky turn of events.
1: But it's fixed now.
0: Yeah, so it is what it is.
1: That's the nice part about living in an apartment. I don't have to deal with all these house things anymore that I have to fix myself. I can just put it in my phone or dial them up and be like, please come fix this. And I yeah. really, really enjoy <laughs> that. I really enjoy getting away from the house stuff.
0: I feel like that's an un unspoken perk I guess absolutely that a lot of people don't think about absolutely I don't know something I never really thought about until you moved here and I realized how you could just call someone to I know do something so nice yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, um.
0: anything on your mind r- recently that uh? I'm negative to folks
1: lead? I'm negative why for anybody out there I'm negative why because I'm not positive oh negative
0: COVID I was like yes <laughs>
1: COVID took over our house from the day after oh, yeah, Christmas yeah, yeah. to today, basically. Yeah. Um, that was a rough one. It was flu-y, but I'm glad it's over.
0: Yeah, it wasn't, a, wasn't fun, I would say. It was actually, I don't feel like I get, I feel like I got sick this time last year when I got back from skiing, too. It was a similar type mm-hmm, of cold. Mm-hmm. Um, very weak, sore throat, stuffy. Musinex. Musinex, sir. Yeah, I did too. Well,
1: yeah. welcome.
0: <laughs> Not anymore though. <laughs> Mine are
1: still probably going to be ongoing. It's the beauty of perimenopause. <laughs> My friends out there know what I'm talking about.
0: Guess I got a taste of it. You got a taste <laughs> of
1: it. You got a taste of it.
0: Yeah. Um why don't we talk about there's this uh I wanted to bring this up and see what you thought about it. So, Universal was sued recently because a couple guys were on Amazon Prime looking for a movie to watch, and they were looking about the movie yesterday. Oh, the Beatles Anna, movie! Yeah, and Anna Darmas is in the trailer for a second, but she's not in the movie because her scene was cut. Oh. So They sued and won a lawsuit that false advertising because the they terror.
1: wanted to see Anna Darmas yeah, in the movie. Yeah, I
0: think like a nice sum of money or something too, and. They won. That's Thoughts? ridiculous. <laughs> I think we should
1: start going through trailers and see whose scenes are cut. I mean, let's see if there's a trailer scene cut and let's go ahead and...
0: I mean, it happens all the time. Like even in Babylon, there is something, in, a bunch of stuff in the trailer that wasn't in the movie.
1: See, I don't watch the trailers as much anymore. Now, I love to see trailers when I go to the movie theater. I do like to see them. But I don't like the first trailer out. I don't like to keep seeing all these second and third trailers out because then I feel like we see the movie and I don't want it to be spoiled. Yeah.
0: But nothing more than that.
1: And even the Babylon trailer, like still. I had no idea what this movie was going to be about. And, you know, honestly, it was tough at first to figure out what it was going to be about as well.
0: Can we talk about Babylon? Absolutely. I love this movie. I did like it. I, when I first watched it, I'm like, I don't think I like it. Really? And then I went back like three more times. You did go back (laughs) a few times. Just the soundtrack, a lot of the scene, like there's so many times in this movie where I cringed. I was like, oh, that's really, like, this is, like, a high school we're learning how to curse type stuff. Uh-huh. Or, like, when she starts singing that song, My Girls, and I'm like. Oh, mm-
1: pussy. Is that, that what it yeah, is? Yeah,
0: and I was kind of like, I feel like the song didn't need you to tell me what it was about.
1: I think that you know? was her, you know, I don't think we think about the 20s as being, and they probably weren't as, because it was kind of an underground Yeah, thing. There obviously wasn't TV and like immediate, you know, pop culture
0: awareness. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, the movie is about the transition from the 1920s where there weren't really any moral guidelines for movies to in the 30s when sound came along, new laws were instilled and new, um, I think like someone in the California government put in a law that You know, you had to abide by certain moral guidelines. Right. And so that's it's about the people who weren't used to that kind of losing their touch.
1: Yeah, and these were kind of the people on the fringes. It's kind of uh, the fringes of Hollywood Mm -hmm. Um, and really following three stars trying to make it. The log line is a tale of outsized ambition and outrageous excess. It traces the rise and fall of multiple characters during an era of unbridled decadence and depravity in early Hollywood. Um, Margot Robbie, Brad Pitt, and Diego Luna. Luna from.
0: He's not in anything really. I think he's a Mexican actor. I thought he was an we Andor. English for this movie. No, that's Diego. Oh, that Diego Luna is an Andor. This is yeah. Diego Calva. Oh, oh, yeah. okay.
1: Um, did you know Emma Stone was supposed to play Margot Robbie's character, but she what didn't because of scheduling differences?
0: Really, I could. I don't not know if I could have. <laughs> Margot I think Margot Robbie killed it.
1: I mean, her character had to have some sex appeal. And to me, Emma Stone has zero sex appeal.
0: Zero, you think?
1: I don't think she's sexy. Well, I, think I think she's they... the girl next door and cutesy, but not like, come fuck me now, like Mar- Margot Robbie <laughs> is. I'm serious.
0: <laughs> I mean, in a way, it looks like they kind of made up Margot Robbie to look a little like Emma Stone when you say that. In a way. They curled her hair more. They kind of gave her like that eyeliner. You know what I mean? In the opening of the movie, they kind of tried to roughen her up a little bit.
1: Well, they tried to make her, like, unkempt. Her hair was unkempt most yeah. of the time. Yeah. And she said she played it like a lion. Like, she kind of drew from that, like, animalistic oh, she, like, quality. Oh,
0: really went hard in this movie. Um,
1: I was surprised at how much, like, nudity and, like, coke. I didn't realize there was a lot of cocaine in the 20s. Um, uh, I mean, this
0: was before, like, Prohibition and stuff, I think. Or when it was during Prohibition, people started doing it more kind of thing.
1: Yeah, so I looked up the I think coke he definitely thing. exaggerated a little bit. There's a lot of um there's a lot of things that they say like America's snowstorm started around the 20s after Coca-Cola had already taken cocaine out of their or were moving toward taking it out of their medicines and like selling it over the counter. But a lot of silent filmmaking stars used coke to like get them going right before their
0: I mean, you had know, to be to get more really like,
1: you know, um, and totally geeked out, which yeah. makes sense. Um, I also thought it was interesting how they moved from silent film to sound, and you know, she had a real rough accent, and I imagine a lot of silent film stars, you know, they didn't worry about how they talked, um, and then they go into sound, and you know, they don't want to hear this kind of, you know, yeah, rough and tumble Philly. Well, was really cool. A lot from
0: singing in the rain with that, yeah. Like they kind of called that back at the end, in that montage and Mm -hmm, stuff. mm -hmm. Um, That might be like the funniest scene of the year in my book, when the sound is going off, when they're trying to like do a take. Oh yeah. Like that scene is incredible. That actor who plays like this the ad and is like getting mad at everyone incredible because they had to (laughs)
1: everything had to be perfect they're trying to make the sound right nobody could walk in the sound stage the guy is in the booth doing the sound it's like the first time they're using sound and every single take something happens she's not on her mark or somebody walks in and that guy losing his shit When he
0: sneezed i was i i go back to the theater just to see that scene and like hear because everyone always laughs i'm at that sure it reminds yeah. you of
1: being on set and like something happening and it's just like
0: a little bit where it's like oh my god <laughs> and you can see how much easier it was without sound oh sure like that scene when they're shooting like that whole set scene is incredible when they're just like having like a real war basically and they're just shooting everything they can yeah they don't care about sound like incredible it was wild yeah
1: and that was um who was that um That was directing.
0: Oh, Spike Jones. Spike
1: Jones. Spike Jones was in it. He did a good job.
0: Yeah. (laughs) His accent was a little in and out. I wrote, um, love
1: the 20s vibe. I didn't know there was Excess Party. And then I said, um, the nudity thing was okay, but it came on too strong. I mean, it was very, it was fine, but it was very like.
0: It was a little much. And then I was like, all right. But then when
1: they threw Tobey Maguire in there with his like white makeup on his face and his wacky grin. And then they're going into the, they go into like the sewers of LA where there's these underground clubs of people like, I don't know what they were doing, it was fucking kind of animals a movie. and like, and, and, and eating, I don't know what they it was were like doing. Like a
0: bodybuilder eating a rat. It
1: was. <laughs> it was wild. I couldn't really understand that part. It was a
0: little... Um, I think it was supposed to be kind of a... What I've heard is like a like a Boogie Nights thing, you know, when he goes to get the money and the music's playing and you're kind of creeped out. Who was it? And that Alfred Molina in Boogie Nights? Yeah. I don't know. Also, Tobey Maguire, he must have this weird obsession with the 1920s because he's not really in any movies except this, Great Gatsby, and then that TV show, remember, Spoils of Babylon? Yeah. It's like a 1920s parody type he's thing. He's
1: also, well, he's also in that, he plays that horse racer guy, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: He's, I've heard he's kind of a dick. Have you?
0: Yeah, but I also think he has dealt with a lot of Just shit wondering, life, Toby. Just wondering. In terms of like he never really, he's kind of like Leo in the sense that like everywhere Their he best goes, friends. he gets like completely.
1: They're best friends. They've got 20 year old models and, you know, at least Toby got married and had a couple kids then he got divorced and now he's dating 20 year old (laughs) models, but (laughs) kind of a stunted growth kind of thing. And Lucas Haas was in it. who's also one of their best friends. He was the agent, Brad Pitt's um, agent who just fell in love with every single girl and then he ends up dying.
0: Oh, he's a friend of Leo. Mm -hmm. Oh,
1: okay.
0: I could use Leo in this movie. Like a Once Upon in Hollywood part two. Yeah, it
1: kind of had that. I'm glad Emma Stone wasn't in it. I don't need to see Emma Stone in every Damien Chazelle movie. Like, she was great in La La Land. Like, obviously, we love La La Land. But I was excited to see what Damien Chazelle would do next. It's just kind of like, he coming up with this script and this whole... I mean, wow.
0: I think I might like this movie more than La La Land because... When I rewatched Followland, Land," even though the music kind of saves that movie in the sense that, I don't know, I don't fully, like, all the other stuff other than the musical numbers doesn't really always land. Sure. Where in this movie, not a lot of it lands, but so much of it hits that I'm like, I'm in this movie, and then I'm like, oh, wait, and then I'm like, in and out, in and it's out. It's so unique. And also, the director, the, the female director who's directing Margot Robbie yeah. is his wife. Oh, Damien that's Damage. Damien- oh, she yeah. was great. She was great, too, Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's a ride. I mean, definitely see it. It's a wild ride. You're not going to kind of, I don't know, settle into it until... (laughs) You're really never going to settle into it. You're just kind of wondering what's going on. Um, I do want to see it again. I understand why you went back and saw it again.
0: It just moves at such a clip that like I'm always looking forward to the next scene, Mm -hmm. and there's never really a lull until the second half, maybe. like The only scene I don't really care for is when Margot Robbie's trying to be... Proper. Yeah.
1: I like that scene because yeah, they're telling scene. her to be proper and not be so, you know, outspoken. And she's, you know, trying to be all proper at this proper, you know, rich person party. And suddenly, like, just decides to say, fuck it. Yeah. And, wow, that was a great scene. No, oh,
0: great scene. I was just saying, like, I don't, <laughs> not, that's not the scene I go back to see. But I... I a few times when I've seen it, people have, like, walked out of the theater, too. Really? Yeah, I think one time, because it was New Year's Eve, I think they just wanted to get out for Uh-oh. New Year's Eve, and the other time, just, like, two hours in, some people just left. I'm like, you're already two hours in. Why are you leaving? <laughs> exactly. Like, it's not going get... to You're
1: going to be offended in this movie. It's going to be in the first five minutes. Yeah, you minutes. should know
0: by the first... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the first five minutes definitely took me out of the movie. <laughs> the elephant poop, I was like, okay, that's that's funny, I oh, guess. Oh, yeah. And God. then... The peeing on the guy, I was like, okay, that's a little much. I don't know if I needed Some to see Some people that. like
1: to be peed on. It's all, know, It was all about the fetish you to, thing. You
0: have to build up to that. Well, I, I think that's like.
1: the point. They just kind of landed us in I this debauchery so. and was like, hey, get ready. Like, this isn't the worst thing you're going to see on this screen for the I next so. two hours. And so. it wasn't.
0: I mean, what's worse than that?
1: P- getting peed oh. on?
0: Oh, maybe the Tobey Maguire stuff. The Tobey
1: Maguire stuff. That was kind was, of horror. Um. I still didn't understand why he had that white makeup on. But then I was <laughs> reading about it because I was like, does he know how weird he looks? And like, what is he supposed to look sick or is this a thing? But it was something about the underground like club scene and of they LA. Were like clowns? Yeah, where they would like put on that white makeup. And like, it was kind of like a, it was what they did to kind of let people know that they were, I don't know, gangsters or. It, You know, part of that underground club scene—it was wild.
0: I guess I can see that. Uh, I he was creepy in it though. He creeped me out. He (laughs) was, and there's like buddy who was like spitting and stuff. What that guy? That guy's from um. What's that football movie? That everyone they made us watch in Catholic school all the time. Varsity Blues. No, no, no. It's like a inspirational. Rudy. No, is it Ryan Gosling's in it too?
1: Ryan Gosling in a Young football Ryan movie. Young Ryan Gosling,
0: like 18-year-old Ryan Gosling.
1: Football movie, Ryan Gosling. Let me look it yeah,
0: up. Yeah, look it up. Um, the music, also, I've been listening to this soundtrack like nonstop since they I saw this They made you watch it
1: at St. Pius?
0: We watched it on the bus on a field trip one time because it's got some like religious themes. The Slaughter Rule? No, no, no. Never heard of that. Um, Remember the Titans. Yeah, oh, one. yeah,
1: that's a good, good movie.
0: That guy's in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, I think this might be, I think this might be my favorite Brad Pitt performance. Okay.
1: I mean. What's yours? Thelma and Louise. Mm, I guess so,
0: okay.
1: <laughs> Thelma and Louise. I mean, he, he plays the same kind of character he plays in um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I mean, he was funny in this, and he's funny in Running with Scissors. But he's still Brad Pitt, you yeah. know?
0: I definitely, I think Brad Pitt. He doesn't have
1: to reach too far. can
0: always go deeper. Like I see it like when his friend died. I'm like, why are you not getting like way deeper in mm-hmm. this? But regardless of that. But he's also
1: not playing a deep character.
0: Yeah, but it was like the m- turning point in the movie where like his only friend is dead and he's lost his career. Like. Yeah. I don't know. I can, you could, you can like. Let me see
1: some emotion. You can
0: like break down a little bit. Sure. You know? But anyway. Like Tom
1: Hardy could in what was that movie that i needed him to feel a little bit more emotion <laughs> <A> lock lock <laughs> i think
0: tom hardy had a little tom hardy had way more colors than brad pitt oh movie, sure absolutely but for like the role i felt like brad pitt i don't know there was a scene when the snake there was a snake fighting scene yeah we just lost video that's okay how do you know because it says change the battery pack oh, god <laughs> Whatever. We got video for the beginning. This so keeps people, happening
1: to us. I
0: So I ordered something to make this not happen and then I realized I need another chord that I don't have and I'm not going to delay this podcast any longer. No, You're already made it 30 minutes in. 20, 20 minutes in. Just listen the rest of the way. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> anyway, the snake scene. He's like, the music is, it's the last moment in the movie before all of their lives completely change and they lose this like friendship mm-hmm. that they all have, like um, Lady Faye and Nellie and Manny and Brad Pitt, Jack Conrad. Jack Conrad. Like I just, he, the music was playing and he was watching the snake fight and I just saw like this something in his eyes that I haven't seen before, like this like, I noticed in the movie like, this is him like realizing that the past is over, kind of that feeling, like mm-hmm. I'll never have what I had. Mm-hmm. And I just saw like a change in his face that I haven't seen before. Oh,
1: that's nice. But it is kind of coinciding with like Leonardo DiCaprio's character that saw the end of his Western whatever in Hollywood, you know, when when he kind of lost his shit and when he was talking to the girl. Yeah, but I think
0: this movie did it better.
1: Oh, I do too. Well, I, I mean, know. it's that a different movie, thing. I'm not going to talk about Quentin it, because I like.
0: He claims that's I his best him. movie. don't I does. I, just don't agree, I, don't don't I know. Agree I remember us
1: <laughs> sitting there and being done and we were like, is <laughs> that good. it?
0: but it was It's kinda, good. Um, it was whatever.
1: But I think the best... I, I mean, obviously, the best theater experience
0: was Hateful Eight, watching that on film. Like, that, that was, was... Really? I loved that. I loved it, too. I just don't remember it that much, I guess. Oh. I don't know. I loved that movie. That was a fun experience, though, with, like, the intermission and everything. Mm-hmm. I hadn't had that before.
1: Yeah, I go see Babylon. It's a why. I mean, it's... Uh, There aren't any words. There's nothing you can compare it to,
0: really. I still, no. I I heard, I could say like Wolf of Wall Street meets Once Upon a Time in Hollywood meets La La Land.
1: Meets La La Land. Yeah, you can definitely tell it's a Damien Chazelle movie.
0: I don't know how I feel about, like the only thing I think I would, I feel weird about is Avatar and that final montage. Do you remember that? He's like going through oh. the evolution of movies and he only shows Terminator and Avatar from the modern days. I'm like, if As you're going to do of, this, yeah. show more than that, just the James Cameron Yeah, it films.
1: was a montage from showing like how far movies have come and they're like technically. Yeah. What peop, what they can do with special effects kind of thing. I could use a little
0: more though. Yeah. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I mean, you could throw in some. Some Star Wars in there for sure.
0: Yeah, Harry Potter maybe. Like plenty of stuff. Plenty of stuff. I think he said though I saw in an interview, he's like, Yeah, we tried a lot of different stuff, but it just kept feeling too normal. And this movie isn't normal. I, I liked and the Terminator I
1: like reference better than, you know, the Avatar. I it mean took obviously me out of it a Avatar. Bit. I haven't seen Avatar, you did.
0: Mm-hmm. Really L- good. Really good? Yeah, I saw it again with Tomorrow. Okay. Um I've been watching I watched the first one last night and Or I'm almost done with the first one. And this one's just far better, I think. Like, in terms of, obviously, I wasn't watching in 3D, but the visuals in this one are just incredible.
1: Did you watch it 3D in the theater? Yeah, yeah, both times. You kind of have to see it in 3D. Yeah, sure.
0: Which I don't really like 3D. But every time I would, like, take off the glasses to see what it looked like in not 3D, the 3D definitely immerses you Mm -hmm. in the water. And a lot of good family stuff, too, in this movie. Yeah,
1: I want to see it. It's long.
0: Yeah, but it doesn't feel long. It really doesn't. Um can we talk about the regal intro? Uh, this thing is so bad. I Who know green with that.
1: I think they're film students from um
0: USC probably.
1: No, it's the other it's the other um it's the other school out there in California. UCLA? No. It's a small
0: film school out there. Oh, okay. You know what I'm
1: talking about. I
0: probably would if I heard it. Anyway. If you go to Regal and you watch that, like, it's awful.
1: Well, it's like how many
0: different But they could connect the quotes. That's what annoys me about it.
1: This is the girl, the girl that I hate that walks in and goes, Hey you guys. I'm like, first of all, that's not how it was said. And you look like a complete idiot saying it and like who cast her? I don't like her. I like I like certain <laughs> so people in there, but that, that girl actress. drives me crazy. <clears throat> it's like you that's not
0: what that's not no <laughs>
1: wrong
0: <laughs> abort you should have gotten that role
1: i know how many people how if many i
0: got that role i would i would hate myself though oh my god <laughs> if i had to watch that every time i went in the movies <laughs> i would be like oh my god no amount of money
1: that's funny
0: some amount of money but yeah i'm not sure like they're not hating rate. their
1: life with that money i mean i'm not chapman. sure if they're getting paid chapman. Like, big i think they're from chapman
0: that. oh okay Just
1: could have been cast better. I mean, even the, you know, it's not a man purse. It's a satchel.
0: So you're telling me there's a chance. No, I said you can't sit with us. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There's no chance you're sitting with us, guy.
1: (laughs) You just think some of the movie quotes could have been delivered better.
0: Have you seen the Nicole Kidman one?
1: I mean, Nicole Kidman going into the movies and sitting down and reminding us of why we love movies. I love it. It makes me feel so happy and warm and makes me want to go watch a movie. I'm like, look at Nicole Pidman going to the theater. Look at her. She's just like us. She's just like us. <laughs> Stars, they're just like us.
0: I wonder if she can, like what she does when she goes to the theater. I would say she she's a, a Twizzler person. Oh, I mean, oh. like how does she get in without getting recognized?
1: I, I think a lot of people go in. Yeah, I would say a hat and something or go in after it gets dark and leave before it gets bright. Mm. Um, who knows? But I'm sure they go to the movies. Oh, yeah. If they're just like us. I mean, she had to go through a lot of things. She was married to Tom Cruise for 10 years and got out of Scientology. So that chick has been places that we don't (laughs) even know.
0: (sighs) Tom Cruise is doing well, though. Okay. Let's
1: bring it back to like what we were going to say, best movies of 2022. Top Gun Maverick was one of the best theater experiences I had this year.
0: I'd agree with I that. had
1: so much fun it was everything I wanted it to be you know they had they you know Miles Teller they had a volleyball scene which you know you football, gotta see football. that football whatever <laughs> whatever <laughs> um and seeing Val Kilmer come back it was just great I loved everything about it
0: no it was great it was saw it but, twice um just a classic film classic classic type of film. fun movie very summer american family movie yeah there's nothing really like i feel like i don't have much to say about it to be honest
1: no it's just like, like if you haven't seen it get on paramount plus and watch it and if it comes back in theaters go because it's so fun with the flying and the the planes in the movie theater like the sound the surround sound
0: oh yeah if you you need to see it with that
1: you know, so it's probably going to
0: be re-released in uh, theaters again, honestly. You
1: know, I, I love Tom Cruise. He he's a he's a he's a wild bird. You know, he's um uh, now nobody knows where David Miscavige is, who was the head of Scientology, because he's hiding out because he's got um you know law enforcement beating down his door. But hmm. um you know the Scientology of it all is very bizarre to me. But I do like Tom Cruise's movies. I just think he's a little bit of a whack job.
0: Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Makes good movies, though. That's what he does. Mm-hmm. It's his job. I'm excited for Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning. Part one. Oh,
1: I still got to get through the Mission Impossibles. I think I, I have one more tomorrow. to watch. Oh, maybe I did.
0: You see the Henry Cavill one? Mustache? No. That's probably the one you need to see. Is that then. the last one? Yeah.
1: Which one was that? I think it's Fallout? Oh, uh, I yeah. got to look. I got to look at my list. Yeah. When is the mission? Am I, what is this? This summer, 10, seven, seven.
0: Do you, you still haven't seen everything everywhere all at once?
1: No. And I meant to watch that while I was sick, but I know that it's on paramount and I'm going to watch it. Um, I love her. I love that actress and it looks really good. I've just kind of been, you know, I've been sick. So I've been watching a lot of murder A lot of, um, I know, (laughs) I like a lot of murder stuff. (laughs) Like I was watching Michelle McNamara's HBO documentary about the golden state killer. It's a six part documentary. It's fascinating how they track down this guy who killed and raped like, I don't know, 50 plus people in California in the seventies. Um, it was really interesting. And then I've been just going through like Dateline, like, popping pills you know um i don't know i'm i'm liking that i did take a break from it and um started watching oh i watched um what did i watch matilda the musical it was cute i need to see that i needed kind of a happy thing but then i just got right back into my murder shows (laughs) Because I'm caught up on all my reality TV. Doesn't
0: that just make you sad, though?
1: No, it's, like, interesting. Like, I'm all over this Idaho guy that killed these four people. It's so sad. Oh, no, it's real shit. But it's, like, I don't know. It's interesting how they track them down and, like, find out who they are. Yeah. Um, It's just, like,
0: I don't know, depressing.
1: Yeah, it doesn't depress me. I'm not, like, sad about it. But sometimes I'm, like, ooh, maybe I should... Watch maybe something funny.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Watch Dahmer. I never got into any of those Dahmer shows. I watched the first episode of the Evan Peters one, and it was pretty good.
1: Yeah, Evan Peters is really good. Hmm. Um. Yeah, maybe. I'm more like true, I guess... I like more true crime documentary. I don't want to see them like act out a crime. I don't (laughs) want to see a movie of Dahmer, like somebody playing him and going to eat people. I would rather see a documentary on the real guy, like the actual facts. Mm -hmm. That's what I like. Gotcha. Oh, you know what else I was watching? And I was howling, laughing on Peacock back that year up, 2022. Oh, yeah. That with was Kevin Hart funny. and Kenan Thompson dying laughing. <laughs> if you want to laugh, it's like a min- It's like an hour 15 maybe, but they go through all things pop culture for 2022, and it is a riot. It's really funny.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I watched it a little bit with you. Like,
1: they're talking about Madonna, you know, and all whatever's going on with Madonna. and Like, I love Madonna. I do, and I was just talking to somebody about this. I love Madonna. I've been a Madonna fan since like a virgin came out when I was younger and I would dance around. I can't believe my mom let me listen to this cassette tape all the time, but I would. And, and just, I loved Madonna, but Madonna, honey, like take the grill out, like <laughs> stop injecting your face, put some clothes on, you know, evolve like Cher did or, um, kind of like JLo is, although JLo is much younger. Um, You're just kind of holding on. God, I want to say she's like 65. She's just, no, but for her Luke, for her Luke is a little,
0: her Luke,
1: her Luke, her look, it's a little rough, you know, like, I don't know. Um, She, you know, it, it comes down to people fucking with their face again. Yeah. Look at look at Madonna's beautiful face, right? Gorgeous. Look at her face. When was that? I don't know. Who cares? Now look at her face. I mean, what's happening here? What's going on? It's the fillers. It's the fillers, ladies. I think... I'm all about the Botox, but, you know, a little, it's just a unsettling, as it says. More, Madonna's idea. unsettling pre grammy TikTok. <sighs> it's unsettling yeah it's like
0: no that's unfortunate it
1: is i don't it's know like, what to um, make of it
0: what was um what was that actress that won the she won an oscar right the bridget jones
1: oh renee zellweger now yeah. people say that, that her face got all messed up i don't really see it, it that much up, it was already it was puffy
0: different and she just yeah. looked like a different it's i mean like meg
1: the, ryan she it's like the zach went hard situation. on her um yeah, Zach Efron. What did he do? Did he do fillers? Is that I think what it he was? He definitely
0: did some stuff because he claims it's because of a jaw accident he had in 2013.
1: Mm, I don't think it goes up to your cheekbones when it's your jaw—a jaw accident. Yeah, I
0: mean, it definitely like I'd believe it if it happened recently. But I mean, I mean it's look at okay. Mickey Rourke. Just he admitted it, too. Okay. Yeah,
1: I mean, Caitlyn slash Bruce Jenner also had major problems with face
0: Before surgery. The, um, don't do you touch your thing?
1: face. Don't touch your face. Get your Botox, which yeah. I've recently got, and I, like, freaking love it. I'm obsessed with it. But don't do the other things, you know? The, the, the lips are popping and the blah, blah, blah. I don't know. It's just I don't want to look like a lioness. I'm not, I'm not touching my face.
0: <laughs> Did you zone. Mm. I'm not going to do it. Please don't. No. No, I think, I'm, I think I'll be okay. I hope. Um, see Bullet Train. I didn't see Bullet Train. Is you that shouldn't. kind
1: of like a? Is that kind of like a Knives Out, like Who Done It?
0: A little bit. Okay. I'd say a little bit, a little Knives Out, a little like Guy Ritchie type stuff. Ooh. You know what I mean? Like a little fast pace. Yeah. Quick wit. Is it
1: a Guy Ritchie movie?
0: No, but it's got that style. Okay. To it, that like quick style. Hmm.
1: Um. Okay, I'm gonna write that down.
0: If we're talking about favorite movies of the year, this is like we don't really have to talk about it because I don't think the unbearable much to weight say. of massive talent. I had that written down. I mean, but... what? Oh, I was just gonna let you talk. Oh, best Nicholas
1: Cage <laughs> movie. Best Nicholas Cage playing Nicholas Cage.
0: Ugh, That's a great movie. So great. I don't really want to like see it again because I feel like we it just would saw it the perfect. It? venue. We did. We you saw know. the
1: premiere of the movie with Nicolas Cage in the theater at South by Southwest and it was exhilarating. It was a lot of fun. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I feel like I need to be get better at like now that we've done like one festival I know the next time I can be more like judge judge it better because like when you're there the energy is just so Like, everyone who made it is there. You don't want to be, like, too judgy. No, no, no. But it's, like, the best way to see it. I I enjoyed Lost City a ton.
1: I would have never (laughs) gone to see Lost City, ever. Really? No. No, because I was like, eh, whatever. I would see it at home. But it was fun to see in the theater, and Mr. Harry Potter was there, which was was great.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He was. That was good.
1: Okay, so what's your favorite movie of the year? Tell
0: me. You know, it was actually, I was debating between Fablemans and Babylon, to be honest with you. I I can't say it's not Fablemans, though, because no movie has, like, emotionally hit me that way. I don't even know how it hit me that way, like, thinking back to it. Like, that movie just, like, crushed me.
1: West Side Story hit you that way.
0: Yeah, but I wasn't sobbing the whole way through. Mm -hmm. But it just, like, I was crying because, like, I don't know, just the way he moves the camera just, like, gets me. Yeah, you were crying
1: the entire way through that movie. That's true. Yeah, the entire film. Yeah. Yeah. The only other movie I can remember having an effect on you in the theater was the um, Bradley Cooper Gaga movie.
0: Yeah, I just needed a movie to, like, remind me the magic of movies Mm -hmm. at the time because I feel like it had been a minute. And then I think movies with music I've noticed really hit me, like Mm -hmm. Babylon – I want to see it again partly because the music is so good.
1: Watch Fiddler on the Roof. That's know, another I'll movie I watched. <laughs> I love that movie and I hadn't seen it in so long. And now I'm like, tradition, tradition, tradition. <laughs> so good. So good. I'll give it a watch.
0: Is it on, what's it on?
1: I DVR'd it. I so it, it was on AMC and I have oh, it okay. taped and there's no commercials. Oh, okay. I went through a whole like, Recording a lot of movies like the old Ocean's Eleven, um, some Judy Garland films like Summer Stock. I love that one, and obviously White Christmas, my favorite Christmas movie of mm-hmm. all time. Um, and My Fair Lady's up there too. We could watch that. Yeah, I need Henry to watch Eggins. More classics. Um, I just kind of it gives me a, a a nice vibe when I'm like ready to go to sleep and I've seen all those movies or I'm taking a nap when I'm sick and I've seen them before. It's just mm-hmm. like very comfortable to put it on and go to sleep to. Yeah, it.
0: I can see that. Um, well, speaking of Ocean's Eleven, there's rumors of a Ocean's prequel with Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling. Thoughts?
1: Barbie and Ken.
0: Yeah, they're the new. Ryan Gosling huh. and Emma Stone. <laughs> um, I can a see prequel it. Like of the oceans. 60s or something. Oh, okay. I don't know. Yeah, I can cool. see that.
1: I can see that. I don't know. Get some new blood in there, though. I don't need like. I mean, they used know, to do that a lot with Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan, and it's like, like the there are thing, though. the bankable thing. Yeah, and like the people that have good chemistry on screen. I guess um, so,
0: but I guess we'll see in Barbie if they do.
1: I still am not quite sure what that plot is going to be, even after seeing the trailer.
0: I think it's, she's living in Barbie world, where she can be whatever she wants, because you know, you can be like, astronaut Barbie, whatever Barbie, like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then I feel like, it's it's Greta Gerwig and Noah Baumbach, so I feel like she's going to come into the real world, and realize maybe she can't be all these things that she can be in her world and kind of teach us about the world a little bit. Oh, okay. That's what I'm guessing.
1: Hmm. When does that come out? Uh, summer. Okay. My you time. know, you just mentioned Noah Bombach, and that was another thing that's that just came out on Netflix, and I think it's been nominated for a Golden Globe, White Noise. Yeah, I want to
0: see that. I, I saw the trailer, things, and so. it looks
1: really funny and weird and quirky, yeah. like his movies are, but Adam Driver's in I'll it. I'll watch you it know, like Adam that. Driver's in, yeah. too.
0: So. um I don't really know what it's about though. It's like it, a storm, like a gas leak or something, and they have to get out of town.
1: Yeah, but then um it's just like a weird family it looks like a family that yeah. you know, a lot of family dialogue, that kind of movie. And you know, his his movies are a lot about dialogue, which oh, yeah. I love. Yeah. Um, so I think it's gonna be kind of one of those things.
0: Yeah, I'm excited. And they for look that. like
1: kind of weird. uncapable people yeah. to be able yeah, like to, that. you know. Evacuate a natural disaster there, and they're just—they look like they're completely incapable. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Look forward to that. Um. Oh yeah. Okay. This is what I was going to say. A movie that also makes my top is that movie we saw at South by Southwest. No Looking Back. The uh, Mother and the Daughter. What a film? I don't even know where we could watch it. But. Me
1: too. Me too. Me too. And I wish, I don't know if anybody bought it.
0: I don't think so. To stream. It's like Russian or something. It's probably it's, on Amazon, though. It
1: was, it was like Amelie meets Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. <laughs> it was such a fantastic movie. I couldn't remember what it was
0: called. I'm so glad you remembered that. That was
1: my favorite movie of the
0: festival. I don't know why. It doesn't have great reviews, but I loved that movie.
1: No looking back? Mm-hmm. That's what it's called?
0: Yeah, it was called something else, I think.
1: Uh, you know um, what else they changed? The um, And I don't even know if it ever came out, but I saw that um, the cow... Was is now called "Gone in the Night," the Winona yeah, Ryder movie. Cow, I liked the cow, but not as not. I mean, that was oh yeah. I like the cow. Like Why would you title, say "Gone in the Night"?
0: It's more marketable, I guess. But the cow makes me go, "Hmm, what's that?" Yeah, moo.
1: <laughs> 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 moo. What's that? Hmm, moo.
0: <laughs> exactly. Right. But "Gone in the Night" just feels like any other movie. It's kind of like.
1: Yeah, I feel like that was the name of the HBO doc about the Golden State Killer that I was talking about.
0: I wouldn't be surprised, but The Cow makes me go, like, it it intrigues me far more watching that movie knowing it's called The Cow, Mm -hmm. than Gone in the Night. Gone in the Night, I'm like, okay, this is kind of whatever. I love seeing Winona make this comeback. It's, like, fabulous. Oh, yeah, she's great in it.
1: No Looking Back. I'm coming up with, like, a night... Oh, yeah, here it is. Oh, my gosh, it's so good. No Looking Back want to watch there's no places to watch it people if you can set a google watch list for no looking back i think it's on movie 2021 it's a comedy crime if you just put no looking back you're going to see a 1998 movie with lauren holly i mean whatever happened to her I feel um, like
0: you have to like buy this film i would buy it in DVD a second i would
1: buy it in a second it is
0: so excellent yeah, I don't know why it's not anywhere that you can watch it. Ugh.
1: That was the fun about going to the festival is you're seeing these movies that might never be released, and even Cha Cha Real Smooth, that was released on Apple TV. I, I love that I could movie. I've seen it
0: being like an Oscar contender, to be honest. Me with too. You.
1: I cried my eye. Now talk about crying through an entire oh, no. movie. Oh my god, I was <laughs> sobbing during that whole movie. And I remember we were sitting with our friend Ryan. And he was just like, are you okay?
0: I'm like, no. Wait, was it Ryan or Sam? Oh,
1: maybe it was Sam. And I was just bawling. I'd never eaten that much popcorn in my life that entire week. Popcorn and Skittles. It, no, was, it was like great, popcorn, though. Skittles, and sushi. That's
0: all we yeah. had. It's good stuff. Um, Look forward to what he does next. He's got a weird, an interesting voice. The Cooper Rafe guy?
1: Yeah, Cooper Rafe. I never did watch, what is it, Bullshit or Bat Shit? Shithouse. Shit
0: House. It's nothing crazy. It's like...
1: Like a prequel?
0: A what? A prequel? Is it
1: like a prequel to Cha-Cha Real Smooth? Like he's in college and... I'm
0: sure you could like...
1: Tie it together? Yeah.
0: But it's like him meets a girl. They talk for an hour and a half. Movie ends. mm like a very independent movie. But I mean what else are you gonna make when you're like in college? No, no. You know? I
1: mean I'm sure it was done really um, well.
0: Yeah, I got him this.
1: Yeah, and he got Dakota fan Dakota um Johnson, Johnson in it and, She's and really good Leslie too. Mann, who is yeah. just a riot anyway, yeah. but God, that was such a beautiful movie. Yeah. I loved it. That was a good one.
0: Yeah, I need to rewatch that.
1: Yeah, um, I can't really remember all of the movies that I saw in 2022. For some reason, Turning Red also oh, yeah. kind of turned up in my head. Yeah, um, I love a good animated movie, cute. and that was yeah. super cute about like emotions, and it kind of reminded me of that movie. Um, you know, with the, all of the emotions. Inside Out. Inside Out. Mm-hmm. I love that
0: movie. Inside Out. Yeah, it definitely had that um, that kind of premise. I feel I think it might have been the same creators, to be honest. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Well, it was both Pixar, I'm pretty sure. Yeah,
1: Pixar is. Maybe it's Disney taken over.
0: Um, Knives Out 2. Do you want to talk about Knives Out 2 or save that? Or? Um
1: Knives Out 2 is good. I don't think it's going to take us long to talk about it. It was the same kind of thing as the menu that we talked about. Yeah. There's yeah. Um,
0: I like these types of movies.
1: All these there was a good twist to it. Uh there was a lot of backlash or no, maybe not a lot, but some backlash for um what's his name?
0: Daniel Craig. His I haven't heard anything accent. About this. I've heard zero things about I this. I mean,
1: going to my trusty news source, Mail Online, there was an article <laughs> about it.
0: <laughs> sure, that wasn't to get clicks at all. I'm sure that was very authentic and real and true.
1: <laughs> but I mean I think the best part about was like the scenery <laughs> I really liked. And Kate Hudson was hysterical in it. I thought she was great. And Catherine Hahn, I mean, good lord.
0: Yeah, she's great. She's making a little renaissance,
1: I feel like. She's always makes good choices and she's She's a riot. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know what else is coming out. I still need to see the whale. You saw it.
0: I thought it was okay. Good performance, but I didn't really. I don't know. I didn't feel like one way or the other about it. I guess if you like. I don't know. I also want to see she's been like depressed. I guess you can relate to it, but it was a great performance, but it was kind of just.
1: Was it as dark as Darren Aronofsky's stuff kind of goes?
0: It was pretty dark, but it wasn't like, I wasn't like squirming in my seat like in uh, Requiem for a Dream. And I wasn't as intrigued by the characters as in like The Wrestler or Mm -hmm. Black Swan. Mm -hmm. It was a pretty, it was a good movie. That's like, it was like fences though. Like one location feels like a play. Feels like a play. Because it is. Because it is. Yeah. So.
1: Um, I have one more thing to say. A Man Called Otto. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of disappointed that Tom Hanks agreed to make this movie because the original movie in Swedish was A Man Called Ove. And Mm -hmm. it was a book and it was made into a movie, a Swedish film that was out in American theaters called A Man Called Ove, which was a beautiful movie. And then two years later they come out and make this like I
0: don't know. I'm just surprised yeah. Tom Hanks agreed to it, but that kind of seems like the movie Tom Hanks would do.
1: I know, but he's not a grump man, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't, yeah, it's I don't really It's just kind buy of it. like, all right, I guess the check was good.
0: What's well, like, like um, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, same situation. Ooh. So there was this, like, was it Swedish? Yeah. And then there was the American.
1: Oh, did they do a Swedish and American?
0: Didn't you go see the Swedish in theaters? I saw the Swedish. But the American was Rooney Mara and Daniel Craig.
1: Oh, I didn't see that one.
0: Yeah, David Fincher.
1: Yeah, I didn't see that one. Because you really only want to see that once. It's a tough movie. I mean, if you read the book, you know. Yeah, I didn't. Um, I would like to see Pools in Boots.
0: I've heard it's really good. I want to see that as well. Um, I heard Megan is actually... Quite good. What and funny Meghan? and weird.
1: Oh, a robotics engineer at a toy company builds a lifelike doll that begins to take on a life of its own. Is it like Chucky? Does it get hor- horror? I think it's
0: like a horror, but it's PG thirteen hmm. and like kind of funny looking. It's okay. like a dark comedy in a way. Um
1: I just would expect more movies to come out. I don't know. Well There's January's
0: just... always the um the least is like the driest month of the year in terms of like they always throw, like, the worst movies True. in January, usually. True. So the next big thing is, um, like, Avatar is going to dominate until Ant-Man comes out in February. Ant-Man. You're not excited for Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania? I never saw the first Ant-Man. <laughs> it's cute.
1: Okay, maybe it's I'll like watch it.
0: Marvel movie, you know. Mm-hmm. Hero gets powers.
1: I mean, I like this time of year going to the movies on, like, a Saturday morning when it's cold and rainy, getting a, getting mm-hmm. a small popcorn and a um and a blue moon and being in your pajamas and watching so maybe i'll go see avatar you i do want to see it on you the should. big screen for really sure should. and i'm interested to see what papa and grandma thought about it
0: oh yeah they oh, yeah. didn't even like tell us we haven't really talked <coughs> to anybody yeah we could have asked
1: <laughs> they could have told us
0: <laughs>
1: maybe we'll have you guys on
0: yeah that would be fun that would be fun um
1: I like to wrap it up. I want to go for a walk with Puppy now that I'm Um, um, amongst the people.
0: All right. uh, Thank you so much for listening, watching, whatever. Uh, Subscribe on whatever you find your podcasts and YouTube. Uh, Give it a like, comment, all that. We love
1: comments. We love Um, likes. But what we like the best is subscribers. Forward it. Forward it on to your
0: friends. Why not? Um... All right. We'll see you next week on the Stir Crazy Podcast. Sweaty Ball.